Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining today. This is the second episode of Life with Ankylosing Spondylitis. I'm super excited to record this episode, and it's been a long time coming. I started this podcast um, early last year with the intention of creating a new episode every week to every two weeks. And unfortunately, I only recorded one and I never had time to again. I jumped into my master's program right after I graduated and life has just kind of been crazy since then. So I wanted to start this episode out by just thanking everyone that listened to the first episode. I was blown away by the number of listeners and the amount of support that I got with that very first episode. And I continue to get that support you know, the whole last year since I recorded that first one. So thank you guys so much. And I apologize that it's taking me so long to record the second episode, but um, we're going to have today's episode that's coming out. And then we are also recording next week. I'm going to have a special guest speaking with us. So I'm super excited to have my first guest. Um, Okay. So the first update I wanted to start with is if you guys have been keeping up with my Instagram, you know that I graduated with my bachelor's degree last May. Um, that took me seven years to do. So I'm super proud of myself for graduating. Um, I did make the mistake of jumping straight into a master's program literally the week after I graduated. So I've been entirely overwhelmed this last year. I wish I would have given myself a little bit of a break in between. Um, I'm kind of debating right now on whether I even want to continue with this master's program. I'm exactly halfway through at the end of the semester, and I'm not quite sure if it's for me. So I wish I would have given myself some time in between graduation and starting my master's program to, you know, really think things through and see if it was something I wanted to do. But that's where I'm at with school. Um, Another update that you guys may have seen on my Instagram is right after graduation, I got COVID for my first time. Um, That was very hard for me and probably one of the turning points in my health um, between COVID and May of 2022. And um, I just kind of have been getting sick ever since then. Um, It almost seems like every month to every six weeks on the dot, I come down with a pretty intense illness. Usually it's some form of a cold, I believe. Um, But yeah, that's been going on. And then something that I did not post on my LWAS Instagram was that I got engaged. So my fiance and I have been together for, this is going to be seven years in July. And we got engaged on our six-year anniversary. Anniversary, sorry. Um, So I'm super excited about that. We're talking about um, doing a wedding probably sometime next year. Um, Weddings are super expensive here in Hawaii, so we have a lot of saving up to do. Um, And then my sister, my youngest sister, Kenzie, she had the exact same hip surgery that I had back in 2018. She had her hip surgery in November of last year. So I flew to Arizona for a little while and helped her um, after her surgery. Um, She has a lot of the same things that I went through when I was her age. Um, you know, the hip pain, and then it kind of shifted to more of the back pain. So I'm really, I'm really worried about her. And I think she might have AS. She hasn't been tested for the HLA B27 gene, but I'm kind of suspecting that she may have it. So she um, may have it as well. It's something that we're going to have to look into. And it's just such a terrible thing. I feel so bad for her. Um, okay, so the first thing I wanted to start off with on in terms of my update was the month of August. So the month of August, I had 
a really great start to the month. Um, I work in a school, so school started back up on August, I think, 4th or something around, sometime around there. So I, you know, had the summer off. I was ready to go back to work. Um, I had a whole schedule and routine set up. I was taking my medicine every day. I had a routine down for that. I was exercising every day. I felt pretty good. It was honestly one of the first times like my back has started to feel better. Like I kind of thought I was in this remission. So by the end of August, literally like two days after my birthday, I got super sick. And I'm talking like three weeks of I could barely get out of bed. Um, I think it was just a really bad cold. I ended up going to the emergency room at one point because I was struggling to breathe and they tested me for the flu and they tested me for COVID and both came back negative. And they're like, well, we don't know what to do for you. So we're just going to send you home with some random antibiotics and hope it works, which it did not. I was continuously sick for, I think like another two weeks after that. Um, but I'm, that month of August or the end of August and that illness that I had, I just, it feels like such a huge turning point in my health. Ever since then, I've really struggled with getting sick more frequently with flare-ups. That's really when my back pain and flare-ups started to come on more intensely and more frequently. Uh, I kind of seem to be alternating between a flare-up and getting sick and then having another flare up and getting sick. So it's been like this never ending cycle that I'm still struggling with. And it's been super, super difficult on me. Um, I'm still on Enbrel. I think last time I recorded, I was on Enbrel as well. I was talking about possibly going off or off of Enbrel onto a different injection since it's not doing what I want it to do. I think it is helping because when I'm sick, I don't take my Enbrel injections. Um, just cause you know, they decrease your immune system even more. So when I'm sick, I don't take them. And when I don't take my injections, the pain, I think that's what sends me into the cycle of the next flare up because my pain just becomes so much more intense. So I do think the embryo injections are definitely doing something. I wish they were doing more, but I'm kind of scared to get off of them at this point. Cause I've been on it for so long and I know that it's doing something. So I will probably continue to stay on Embrol. Um, the new medication that I am on now is leflunamide. Um, it's a pill that I take to, or just one time a day. Um, honestly, I have not noticed a difference with it. My rheumatologist, I think I've been through like 12 different medications now, um, different types of pills that are supposed to like boost the Embrol injection or the biologics. But I have yet to find one that doesn't have me uh, or doesn't cause different kinds of symptoms like my hair falling out or rashes, things like that. So leflunamide doesn't really seem to be giving me any weird symptoms, but I don't really think it's doing anything. And I've been on it for probably five, six months now. So I see my rheumatologist in a couple weeks and I'm going to ask if I can switch off of that because I don't really think it's doing much. <laughs> and the less medications I'm on, the better. Oh, was my flare-ups. So my flare-ups have, as I said before, are getting more intense um, and they're happening more frequently. But I feel like every flare-up that I'm getting, I'm getting new symptoms and each one is just a little bit different. So one thing that I have noticed that's pretty consistent, especially when I'm feeling a flare-up coming on 
are my joints. It can be my finger. Um, I think two flare-ups ago, my finger, I couldn't even bend my finger on my right hand for like three days. I thought that I injured it, but I could not remember anything specific that happened. And then my back started to hurt more intensely, you know, all the symptoms that start coming on with a flare-up. So I found out or came to the conclusion that my finger stiffening and not being able to move was actually a cue for a flare-up coming on. Um, And that's happened with my wrist before. Um, I have braces for both of my wrists because um, that'll be one of my first cues for a flare-up coming on is I won't be able to bend my wrist for a few days. So my joint pain has been, it just like kind of shifts throughout different joints every time I get a flare up. Sometimes it's my ankles, other times it's my hips, uh, my wrists, my fingers. Um, My most recent flare up was actually my shoulder. I've never really experienced shoulder pain before other than like the pain that's kind of in between like my shoulders and my back, but I consider that more to be back pain. But this last flare-up was really like my shoulder joint became so stiff and you could feel it to the touch. Like it was swollen. It was hot to the touch. um, It was tender. It hurt really bad if you just like barely touched it. So that's been kind of the new thing that's been happening with my flare-ups. I'm curious to know if any of you guys have experienced those same symptoms, especially like the rotating joint pain that kind of cues in a flare-up. Um, And then the next thing I wanted to talk about is what has helped me through uh, the last few months, especially since that turning point I was talking about in August. Um, So physically, the things that has helped me is my heating pad. My heating pad is my best friend through flare-ups. I do 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. And there are days where I'm doing that for like hours at a time. Um, especially like when my shoulder hurt in this last flare up, my heating pad was just amazing for it just to get a few minutes of relief from the pain. So if you guys don't already have a heating pad, I highly recommend getting one. I got mine from Target. I'm not even sure what brand it is, but um, I've really found that to help throughout the last couple months. Um, The other thing that has really been helping me are daily walks. So every day I walk anywhere from like one to two miles, depending on how I'm feeling. But I do have two dogs, so they need a walk every day. And before it used to be kind of like this, oh, I like I don't feel up for a walk. Like my back hurts so bad. But now I'm like, I look forward to them every day. I love going out on a walk. I love getting that exercise. Um, I think when I'm walking my dogs, it just kind of takes my mind off of the pain. So I can really focus on like just enjoying the environment and, you know, chatting with neighbors, whatever it might be. So also highly recommend it doesn't have to be a mile or two. It can just be a short walk in your neighborhood or around your house outside. Just something outdoors. Get out of your you know usual environments. Um, something that I have found really helpful. The this I have been on and off of doing yoga. I would love to do yoga every day. Um, I feel like when I do do it, it isn't the best for my back. Like when I'm in different yoga positions, I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. But I do notice that after I do like 15 to 30 minutes of yoga, like I feel a lot more relaxed and my back doesn't hurt as bad, at least for a couple hours. So I do think yoga um, is definitely beneficial, um, at least for me. And it's something that I want to do more of. 
Another thing that I've been doing is lifting weights. Um, this is really hard for me to do because I, I feel so awkward when I'm working out. <laughs> so I bought some weights for my house. I think um, I just have two five pound dumbbells and I've just been doing like chest presses. I can't even tell you all of the terminology. I just know that I lift them above my chest. I like watched all these YouTube videos on how to properly do it. And so I just do like these three different weightlifting positions and I just do them once a day. It takes me like 15 minutes and I'm just trying to strengthen the muscles in my back and my shoulders. I do notice that it has been helping, um, especially when I'm walking my dogs. I notice that like I don't get so sore, especially in my shoulders from holding the leash. So I definitely think that's been beneficial. Um also, I've been, I bought this pack of resistance bands, um, and I haven't really gotten into them yet. I really want to, um, but that is something that I've done a lot of research on, and I think it's going to be really beneficial. So once I get a routine set up for that, um, I will definitely let you guys know how it goes. Um, I, I think it's going to be also really helpful. And then for the emotional side of things, um, I think that's been just as hard, if not harder, than the physical struggles that I've been going through. Um, I feel like it's been really difficult to you know, watch my body kind of deteriorate, even though I've been putting more effort into my health and trying to you know, take better care of myself. It's still like I see my body getting worse and worse. So mentally, that's been really, really difficult. Um, I think what helps is allowing myself to cry. Sometimes it's just for a couple minutes. Sometimes it's for hours. And just kind of allowing yourself to feel those emotions and be sad. Um, I find myself mourning my old body a lot. You know, prior to my first hip surgery that took place in 2018, um, even though I struggled with a lot of hip pain my whole life, you know, I was naive to all of the back pain that was going to come. And, you know, so I'm more in that time in my life where I, I didn't struggle with as much health conditions as I do now. Um, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay to mourn your old self. It's okay to, you know, feel sad for your body and the way that it is. But I think what's helpful is to also like appreciate all that it goes through. And, um, you know, I'm trying to learn how to respect my own body, how to, appreciate what it does and just really take care of it and give you give yourself that time and space to do so um something else that's been helping um is setting goals so i have like just goals for the day um that can even be like just vacuuming i'm learning how to pace myself so instead of doing like oh i'm going to clean all day today and i vacuum and i clean the kitchen and i'm cleaning the bathrooms i've been learning to pace myself so like on Monday, I'll vacuum. On Tuesday, I'll clean one bathroom. On Wednesday, I'll clean the kitchen. You know, like really splitting things up and separating things out so that I'm not just going all in at one time and then I'm completely exhausted and sore for days after that. Um, and then another thing is remembering the positives. So for me, my dogs, for one, are my huge positives in life. I look forward to taking care of them and having fun with them every day. So since I've been, you know, especially since August, going through more struggles and difficulties, taking the time every day to, you know, cuddle with them and really appreciate them being in my life. Um, I think that's really 
given me something to wake up for every morning, something to look forward to. Um, yeah, so it's been really helpful. Oh, and I forgot to tell you guys. So last weekend, I just posted this on Instagram, but in case you didn't read my Instagram or you didn't see it, I went to the beach on Saturday this last weekend. My fiance had a Saturday off for the first time in, I think, three months. So we're like, okay, let's go have some fun. We went to the beach and I was looking forward to getting out of the house. I've been in the house for a couple of weeks now, um, just really struggling with pain and not really having a chance to get out and go and have fun. So I was super excited to go to the beach. We took our dogs to this beach that's on the Air Force Base that has, um, it's just like a really low tide. So instead of there being like big waves, it's just, it's like six inches to a foot deep of water for like a mile. It's really cool. And the, the dogs got to go and run around and have a blast. And I didn't even think about the pain that I would feel the next day or the next few days. I wasn't even thinking about that until that night when I got home and I was like, ouch, <laughs> this hurts so bad. I like, I'm just going to sleep it off. I'm going to take some medicine. Hopefully I'll feel better in the morning. And unfortunately I felt incredibly worse the next morning. It took, I mean, today is Wednesday, so it's almost four days later and I'm still in so much pain. My back is throbbing and my knees, which I rarely have knee pain, but my knees are so sore. So anyways, I wanted to give you guys that update because I think it's just kind of crazy how sometimes it's like, oh, we want to go have fun. You know, it's like supposed to be good to get out and like go enjoy life. And then it's like, but for those of us that deal with chronic pain or have a you know chronic illness like ankylosing spondylitis, we're kind of stuck with like these consequences. It's like we can have so much fun and be in the moment and maybe even kind of forget about the pain that we're in. But it's like as soon as you slow down, as soon as you get back to the house and you sit down, it's like you start feeling it come on so fast. Um, so yeah, just wanted to see what you guys think, if you guys kind of experience those same things. Um, this episode was a little short. I do apologize about that. I just wanted to give you guys my update since the first episode um, before we have our guest on next week. I really want to give her that time to share her story and kind of introduce her to you guys. So I'm super excited about that. Um, thank you for listening all the way through if you did. I appreciate all of you guys that have followed me and support me. I, I really, really appreciate you guys. And we will talk next week. Thank you.